So how do you organize yourself and how do you plan to make sure you do everything you need to do in your business? We all have our own systems or lack thereof. In this episode, we're going to discuss exactly what we do, what systems we use. Do we use notebooks? Do we use journals? Do we use apps? Do we use calendars on the wall? We use all of these things and more. And in this episode, we're going to lay out exactly what we use and how we plan our own days, weeks, months and years in this episode 47 of the Business and Making podcast. Do you want to make it as a maker? This is the Business of Making podcast with your hosts, Michaela Denvis, Deb Engelmeyer, and Jess Van Den. We know from experience that growing a handmade business is bloody hard work. We're here to make it a little bit easier for you by dishing out reality-based, no BS, tried and tested advice on how to make your business work. Tune in every week for an honest conversation on what it really takes to make a creative business a success. Welcome back to another episode of the Business of Making podcast. I'm here with my lovely co-host, Deb. Hello. And Jess. G'day. And before we dive into this week's episode, I want to do a shout out to Monica, who has given us an excellent and lovely review on our Facebook page. So thanks, Monica. That's great. We love you. And thank you. Thank you. Us. <laughs> thank you. Uh, she says, it is a, it's a great podcast with lots of good topics and info and the perspectives from three different people who are very experienced in the world of creative online business. It's like you get three for the price of one. Smiley face. <laughs> and, I, and I really like that they talk like they would be talking to you and me, not in a stuffy or teachery manner. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like sitting at a cafe and having a chat with your mentor. That's so nice, Monica. Thank you That's so much lovely. for that. Thank um, you, Monica. I do take a little bit of umbrage about a stuffy teacher, seeing as I am a teacher. At <laughs> I'm an ex-teacher. We're all teaching in our own way, really. Yeah. We are all teachers. We are, we are. Oh, we're cool teachers, man. Yeah, we're, cool we're teacher. the cool teacher, like yeah, your favourite teacher that like hangs out with you after school. I'm pretty <laughs> sure if you... If you say that you are cool yourself, it makes you automatically not cool. So. Automatically yeah. not cool, yeah. That's like what a nerd cool say, I think. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. mum says I'm cool. Anyway, I digress. We digress. This week we are talking about um, planning systems and we have talked about planning before in terms of sort of longer-term monthly, yearly planning type stuff. But the reason that we want to get into this today is because Michaela, a.k.a. me, Uh, I don't really have a current planning system for like keeping myself organized day to day and during the week. Um, And I have previously, but I've just kind of fallen out of it. So we thought we'd go through maybe a couple of suggestions of what, um, what might be suitable for me, but also what Deb and Jess use themselves and yeah, just sort of chat through it. We haven't really um, like structured out what we're going to talk about in this episode. Specifically, mm. we never do anyway. I was about to say, do we ever do that? <laughs> yeah, we don't really do that. We don't know where this episode is going. We're not that organized. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely, well, it goes back to what Monica says. The reason why it sounds like we're just chatting is because we literally are. We don't have yeah. a format. So, yeah. We don't script. We come up with an idea that like, yep, we all have lots to say on that. Let's see what we have to say. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. And I like but that. I think the idea for that one was like, oh, well, let's, um, because we started off, I was going to say offline, like off recording, 
trying to help you out and go, oh, what's not working with your system? And then we're like, oh, that would be a great episode. Let's just mm. turn the microphone on and <laughs> just do that. So I think if we can just kind of figure out what's been working, not working for you in the past and help you figure out what your system is going to be that could help people that are feeling the same, like my mm. organization mm. system is not working for me at the moment, then what do you do? Yeah. Because I think it's yeah. normal. I was saying as well, mm. again, offline, I need to stop using offline. That's fine. I'm doing air quotes yeah, that no one can see. Prior but, to recording. <laughs> prior to recording. Um, <laughs> I think it's normal that sometimes the system stops working too. Mm. I've had many systems in my life working for myself, which has been forever since I started working. And even when I was studying, I had changed system often. Mm. I think it's healthy. Like I think you sort of go through phases where you're like, oh, that doesn't really work anymore. Mm. Or mm. I want it different to work differently. And so, yeah, that's, yeah, anyway. End of sentence. Yeah, no, I totally, okay. So, so Michaela, yeah. what have you done previously? What haven't I done previously? <laughs> um, so I've, I mean, I like uh, physical planners. So I like writing stuff down. Um, the problem then being how do I then translate all of that into my digital calendar, which is what I use at work to keep me organised during the week and also just, you know, on track. And then also putting that into my wall planner, which is obviously physical as well. So I have sort of these three areas that I work in. Um, previously, uh, I've just gone through different, I guess, um, like different versions of planners. I like, I definitely have figured out that I like the week to a page so I can have that open just on my desk um, and see what the week ahead looks like. What I was saying to Jess was previously, though, that because I do work out of the home, I need to be able to transport that easily. So so something that I have used in the past uh, was like Happy Planner. Have you guys seen those at all? No. I've heard it. I just, I feel like I've seen and like I'm pretty planner obsessed myself, but I don't know which one that is. Just I've They're kind of, it. I guess, craftier based. Um, mm. They're those disc planners. So they, the binding is little Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you can pull out the pages easily and put them in. Yeah. Um, and I was using that because I could customize it completely to what suited me. So I actually designed my own pages of exactly what I needed for each week. And I bought the like punch thing to punch out the little side things to be able to put it in the disc. And that worked awesomely. And like Jess is making a face like, that's a fucking lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> but it was all printed. So like I designed it once and then. I know, but then you just have to keep doing stuff every week. That seems like it would get we hard. Doing stuff every week. Like putting it together and no, no, rearranging? No, no, no. Or was it I just, just the one top? Like 100 pages and put it in. Oh, okay. Diary. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, okay. But it was massive because the discs are like an inch and a bit big and like way too huge to transport between home mm. and wherever else I was going. So that kind of fell by the wayside. So uh, then I've just had, you know, like either Typo or Kiki K sort of A5 size diary type things, but I go in and out of phases of, using them so again i was saying to jess previously that um the dated ones are kind of not great for me because i'll go like a couple months like using it really well diligently and then i'll go like several weeks without using it and then i'm like oh well i'm not using that anymore because it's dated like i've just wasted (laughs) i have to wait till next gen to start again (laughs) (laughs) exactly so i think what i want is a an undated week to a page slimline like spiral bound and this is the thing too if I want to week to a page that's still 52 spreads that needs to be in there so that's not exactly slim is it um Mm. so there's that issue but then also like combining all that with just like online digital life in terms of Trello, Asana, Mm. project stuff Mm. 
that's where I'm at. Mm. <laughs> so what about, because I also use a um, month to a, to a opening, um, like a calendar thing. So I have that on my mm-hmm. desk all the time to see the month. Mm. And you have a wall planner behind you, wall planner. Like, a, like a a yearly wall planner, yeah. which is your wall planner. It is my yeah. <laughs> which I also have in my wall. Yeah, which I also have in my wall. <laughs> Great. Everyone has them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, my God, I had so many ideas when you were talking and now I'm kind of slowly forgetting them. That's great. Um, but now I was going to say I love what you said about the week to a page. Is that what it's called when it's like one week full? Mm-hmm. I like that too. I actually recently changed my planner too and I used to make my own planner too because I'm a graphic design nerd too. So I was like, I can make a planner. And so mm-hmm. I – well, you guys can't see in the podcast, but these are all planners that I, I was printing my own planner every three months with blur. Awesome. I think I remember you telling us this previously. And yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I want to have my own planner, my own system. So I'm just going to do that. And it stopped working and it worked great for like a couple of years. And like, if I looked inside those planners, I'd be like, oh, wow, big project that I finished because of those planners, but it stopped working. And the reason was it was one day per page. Mm. I had like a little matrix to help me like prioritize every day, the top three. I had like a stuff to put the schedule of my day. And then I realized one day per page is so big, like that you start adding too much to that page. Like you're yeah. not going like, yeah. oh, there's room for 10 to do these items yeah. that day, but there isn't in your day actually enough time to do that. So I love those weekly one now because it's so much smaller <laughs> that it's kind of yeah. like if it doesn't fit in, you won't have time to do it. Um, so I've moved to a weekly one myself. I think the weekly works really well too because I actually just heard this recently on a podcast and I can't remember which one it was, um, but someone was saying that they like giving themselves a weekly to-do list rather than a daily because then you it just gives you a bit more wiggle room. So if something happens on the Monday and you don't actually get it done, it's okay. Like it's not a failure. You can just, Mm -hmm. you know, do it the next day hopefully. So I think I'm going to work off that sort of um, structure too probably. Mm. So I do that something similar to that in that – Generally speaking on my, because I, ha- I have exactly that. I have a week to the page planner. It's on my desk open next to me all day, every day while I'm working. I actually use a financial year one. So it goes from July to the following July or following June, whatever. Uh, for those of you outside of Australia, our financial year in Australia is the 1st of July to the end of June. So I found that worked really well for me because I'm actually really busy around December, January. I'm always doing a lot of stuff like that is not a downtime for me yeah, in my yeah. business. So I don't want that to be the end of my diary because I plan ahead by a couple of months. Mm. Whereas in the middle of the year, I find I've got a bit more leeway because I'm, there's not as much happening. So the financial year one works really well for me. Um, and the way I do it is generally speaking, um, I plan, like I'll often put stuff in next week, this week, because I'm like, there's this job I need to do, but I don't need to do it till next week. I'm going to put it in That's there. That's so smart. Yeah, I do that all the time. Or, yeah, or in the future, like, oh, I'll do that job in three weeks' time. I'll put it in to rem- – and I'll have like a note section. So I'll put it in the note section. I don't like assign it to a day necessarily. Mm. And then when that I flip to that week, I'm like, oh, that's right. That's that job I had to do today. That's amazing. So I think an issue that I'm having at the moment is that I'm just putting it on the note section of what – like if I'm working off my monthly one, for example, I just put it all in the note section. And then when I don't get it done and I flip to the next month, I just, again, put it in that – next note section like yep still haven't done that yep still haven't done yeah that. rather than forward planning into like no this is when I'm going to actually be doing it so that's yeah and if it doesn't get done because it's not urgent 
um, then I might take it off and put it aside and go, maybe that's just something I have to do later. I'm just not getting to it. It keeps popping up over and over again each week and none. Um, another thing I do is I leave white space in my, my calendar. So every week I have, um, any appointments I have, I write them in there and I highlight them with a pink highlighter so I can see immediately which days I actually have appointments that I need no, to be I do that too. Else. Mine is Something. purple and it can't oh, be yeah. another color. Like it freaks me out that it would be pink because <laughs> purple is the appointments. Like the stuff I can't, the stuff that is like me plus at least one other person. So I can't yeah, like reschedule. Exactly. Or, yeah. Like a, a call for my. Is it good to say, I'm going to have to start taking notes. <laughs> well, you can listen back to the podcast later and might take more notes. Um, so I, yeah, like any calls, this appointment with you guys every week is on there. Um, anything with my membership community or anything like that always goes in here. Um, obviously, podcast interviews I do for my other podcast go in there as well. And they also go in my calendar app in my phone because then it reminds me. It actually dings at me and I usually set like a day reminder the day before. So the day before it reminds me and it reminds me half an hour before. So it's like redundancies to make sure I don't forget. So when you write it down in your paper diary, you immediately yeah. do it in your phone. On yeah, at the same time, yeah, always. Yeah, it's the, mm. yeah all, all the time. And then when I plan my week, I never put in as much as possible. I never put anything on Thursday or Friday pretty much unless there's a really good reason Except for it. like five hours with us every Friday. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's an appointment. That's not a, that's not a task. Right. Oh, so my, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So my tasks, I go, okay, well, let's go Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Let's figure out the tasks I need to do this week and put, I put them in those three days because, and then on like Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm like, well, I didn't get that done. It had to go through to the next day. I didn't get that thing done. I had to go through the next day. So then I have a white space on Thursday and Friday that that's when I do those leftover jobs or, and or the jobs that come up during the week that I didn't know about on Monday. Mm-hmm. So do you guys also, um, you know, like a lot of people sit down and do their weekly diary or whatever like on a Sunday before the week starts or is it just kind of an ongoing thing because you've already planned, you know, ahead of time? That- yeah. Like I'll show you guys. I know people watching can't. This is next week's. I've already got all these to-do lists in my notes section and you can see I've already got stuff in my in my days because I'm, I've already planned ahead in my brain. Like I'm like, yeah, I need so to do that next week. it's not like a weekly sit down and no. it's just like a running like yeah, I said I've, in my diary three weeks ago. So this is yeah. what the week is. Yeah, okay. I've tried doing the weekly planning thing and it's kind of nice, but I, I actually don't find I need it because mm-hmm. I, do, I do this. I'm so used to doing this now. I'm so used to being aware of what's coming up that I've kind of, by the end of this week, I've already sort of planned next week. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, or it's sort of organically happened during this week. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, um, and I, sorry, keep going. Oh, I was going to say, and one more thing is that because I work with my partner, Nick, my husband, we've actually recently instituted a Monday meeting. So we actually sit down on Monday and I actually say, look, these are all the things I'm doing this week. These are the jobs I need you to do this week. What are you doing this week? Do you need me to do anything this week? And then we'll plan like our date. We always go on a date and we used to have like a set time and day that we did that, but we found it just wouldn't work mm. often because of things would come up. So now we do it on a weekly basis and we plan it and then we do it and it's great. So, yeah, all of those things are kind of ongoing. Ongoing, yeah. Time. So I've never even really thought about it in that way before. <laughs> like, I love idea. Doesn't really work for me, Deb. So, do you sit down and like? Do uh, yeah. So or? it's it's funny because I would have explained it differently, but then when Jess was talking, I was like, I guess that is kind of what I do, really. But I look at it as every two weeks, so I still 
do that sprint thing. I think we mentioned that in mm. the episode where it's... I remember you talking about that. Yeah, two-week sprint, which is um, I find it works best because it's less pressure on like if I can't get it done this week because I found that, you know, just with the experience, I was like, okay, I never actually get through my weekly list. Yes. And then you feel frustrated because you're like, I need to take those two items at the bottom and move them to next week. So what I've done is now every two weeks I do sit down. Usually it's a fr- I, I have to do it today, actually. It's Friday and, and I, that's the end of my second week. Uh, and I will plan out my next two weeks. And so in my note section uh, on my planner, I'll do the two-week sort of goals. And they won't be too much, but they'll be big-ish kind of project. Um, I'm looking at them right now going, hell yeah, they're super big. I'll <laughs> <laughs> overwhelming for next week. But anyway... And then I will look at the list and say there's six or seven items. I never go much more than that. It's already Mm. gone. And it's crazy because it's like six or seven items, two weeks, you're full time. Like what? But these are like big, big things. They're not like upload a picture on whatever. They're They're not tasks. Yeah. One of them that's like batch content. That's 12 videos that I have to record. So I know that's going to take full week. You know, it's it's just. Mm. um, And then I will filter in priority. So I'll go those from the six or seven. What is most important this week? And what would be good to get done this week, but it's totally okay if I do it on the second week. And, mm-hmm. and I start from there. And then my actual, the actual weekly spread, I guess, is en- empty except for those purple <laughs> <laughs> boxes, appointment, calls, member calls, accountant this week was there, you know, the podcast recording, all this stuff. And then I don't plan much more than that. Then it's like a right. more thing. So you're referring off your like master fortnightly list rather yeah. than plugging stuff into individual days and yeah. Um, so then yeah. in the morning I'll be like, okay, well, what projects am I taking on today? And I'll put that down. Um, yeah. Based so then I the guess I guess it does. There is a process in the morning though because there will be more that I, I'm actually going to have to do in those two weeks that those six or seven points that are like in my planner. Mm. the stuff that like I'm going to be pinged into Asana by my assistant and she's like Deb I need to do that you know this ongoing thing that are going to be like taking my attention away from my main list Mm. every morning I sit down I look at Asana and I'm like what's urgent that I need to do today what's important that I need to do today and I'll put times in my daily little column for that and then fill the rest with my master two week and then so how do you decide between your priority list in Asana versus your list in your planner, which is more important, just depending on what it is? Or? Well, what's in my planner is also in Asana. Everything's right. in Asana. Like right. if tomorrow you were like, would you would you rather lose Asana or burn your planner? I'll be like, burn the planner. Asana <laughs> is like my life. Like there is right. my business life. Like there is everything in there. And so even when I plan my two weeks, it's off Asana. It's off looking what other projects that are coming. What am I taking on the next two weeks? So it's more like, 100% of what it needs to be done in the future is in Asana. And then my planner is what's realistically going to happen. So it's like fil- a filter done, like water down version of my to-do list. Because right. <laughs> uh, Asana's too overwhelming. There's just so much in there that yeah. I don't mind it all. Hey there, Maker. Are you loving this podcast as much as we love bringing it to you? If so, we would love to talk to you about supporting us on Patreon. Becoming one of our patrons is a way to support the show and to help us produce it each week. You can help for as little as $1 a month and you get access to behind the scenes, extra content we won't share anywhere else, a link to your shop on our website, and even a shout out on the podcast. To learn more, simply go to thebusinessofmaking.com support. And now back to the show. 
so yeah. just coming back to me for a moment um <laughs> because <laughs> asana is i was saying before i do use asana and i also do use trello for different things um so what i find with asana is for my um anyone that i'm getting to do like subcontracted work for me they work off asana so everything for them is in there there is a hundred things in there for me too but they just fly right by and I don't (laughs) and because there's not like I've really tried to implement some sort of a system of like priority and I've done the labels and I've done the colors and I've done like how long stuff will take Uh, but I just really struggle with that so can you briefly go through Deb like how I mean I I'm sure it's a super long it's been a long process of perfecting that but like what's your process in like getting stuff into Asana in the first place like what do you put in there like it's a lot of step like me and my assistant Alicia she's honestly pretty much in charge of the Santa at this stage like I would send this stuff to her and say we need to do that and she's like okay here are five subtasks with 10 sub subtasks each and <laughs> you're assigned <laughs> on those and I'm assigned on those and I'm like thank you <laughs> um but it's more I've got big projects or you know you have different where well, I think they're called projects yeah, or projects I think yeah. they called um, there'll be one for my membership, one for Pinterest, one for ma- like main sort of activities or things. So you kind of categorize them as marketing activities maybe? Uh, or well, not there's really. projects that I'm never going to archive because there's always going to be stuff for it. So like there'll be uh, one for Pinterest, one for my HQ membership. Like that's always going to be there. Right. What content yeah. am I creating? When's the next call? When blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, but then there's some that are literally just there because they're a project like build my new website i've archived that this week guys and i was like yeah, boom, there you go <laughs> finally out of my sana but yeah it was so and and those were like actual project in the real sense mm-hmm. of project that right. so you have different categories in there i think that's maybe yeah. where i struggle too is i feel like all the whatever's in there has to be the same type of category you know like they yeah. all have to be either business areas or whatever mm, so yeah. Yeah, the mix I think I need to be okay with it. Mm. I was also going to ask you Jess um how you because I know you use Trello so how do you link up like what do you do in Trello and how do you link up your physical stuff with your digital stuff Trello is long-term planning mm-hmm. so and repetitive task planning so for example in Trello at the moment I have a monthly board so uh this week each month I need to do these tasks Right. And uh, I actually I think you said this week, each month. And I got so confused. But yeah. So say that. <laughs> imagine I've got, um, so I've got a Trello board for monthly re- recurring tasks. Yeah. And within that, I've got week one, week two, week okay, three, okay. week four yeah. as, as um, lists. Yeah. Yep. And then in each of those lists, I've got on week one of each month, I need to do these jobs. On week two of each month, I need to do these jobs. Yeah. So that way, I can go in and go, okay, it's week three of the month. What jobs do I have to get? So I don't forget them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, they, they are, they're, they're things that I have to do every month. Like at the beginning of the month in the first week, I send an email to my membership mm. about, you know, a monthly update. Oh my God. I need to copy your board and like, yep. <laughs> you have to share it with me. So I can yeah. like, oh, and then I've structure got, my life. Oh my God. It's great. And then there's a few other things that I've been wanting to do for a long time, but I haven't got done. And I've put them in there recently. Like one day a month, I want to sit down and pitch myself to a couple of podcasts. One day a month, I want to sit down and 
um, put a whole bunch of stuff in my tailwind for Pinterest. So I've actually put them into this monthly planner and gone, okay, I will dedicate like half a day or a day on this week each month to doing that long-term important job. It's just not getting done because I get caught up in the day-to-day. Uh, I also have a uh, like a, a yearly like going forward planner. So like I have a 2009 board and then in that I have a month like August, September, October, November. What projects am I doing each month? and in there and I put those in there I also have boards for each of my pro- my things so I have a podcast board I have a thriver circle board I have an ethereal board right, and within so each of those boards. yeah okay so again yes. I get uh with the categories I'm like my I think my boards are too high level I need to right. break them out a little bit yeah. more. yeah because then in each one like in the podcast board I have okay so August September October November what podcasts are going out who, who am I interviewing? What's happening in each, for each episode? I put it all in there and forward plan it in there mm-hmm. when I can. I also have lists for like ideas, like podcast ideas. And so it's where I keep all my big picture planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I refer to the Trello board on a regular basis to remind myself of what I'm doing yeah. <laughs> and what I need to take then and put in my weekly planner and make actually happen. Yeah, cool. Okay. I think that's good. So I'm sensing a recurring theme in my issues. <laughs> which is um, basically just the categorization and like in Trello, I would kind of run out of space. Like I would have a board for the Makers Co. And it's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow. It's a one board business. <laughs> like I can't have enough bloody cards in there to cover everything. No, no yeah, I need to break it down. The stuff that I have as cards, I should have as boards. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. um, and then something that stresses me out too is how you have so many different systems. Like go all in in Trello or all in Asana, but I find that it's maybe hard to have the different thing. I used to love mm-hmm. Trello. I think it's still great. But now I use this, I, I sort of moved or committed to Asana when they brought the card system. I, they don't, it's not called cards because obviously that's mm-hmm. Trello, but they have, you can have the project in the same way with those columns and those little cards yeah. as well. Yes. So I like that because, and then it's all in the same place because well, it's, it's kind of like where where is your master sort of, you know. Yeah, so I tool? think um, for my brain, Asana is for my team and my outsourcing basically. Mm. Um, and because I find it, just personally overwhelming because my to-do list just keeps piling up because of, you know, you mm. set dates on it and then I just don't do it. And it's just like, ah, whereas, um, yeah, I don't know. I just find Trello more like less intimidating because also there's mm. less in there. <laughs> but see, that's another thing that like, I think we, it's interesting to cover that because I think a lot of people have that where it's like, well, I haven't done all these things on my list and so it's longer and longer and longer. And like you cross two things off and you've added like 10 and you just mm. so like you're like realistically I'm always behind. Mm. I if there's a date on it, I will do it. If I can't do it and it's more than five days overdue, I'll reschedule the the deadline. I should screenshot my Asana for you. You'll be horrified. <laughs> everything, everything is red and it's just like oh months and months ago. Because oh my god. It's not urgent, right? Like this is yeah. the thing, like I have, it's kind of like I'm using Asana as a brain dumping space and that's yeah. what it should be. So it's all this stuff that doesn't actually need to be done mm. and realistically won't get done now because my priorities have changed in the last six months. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it needs a big clear. Yeah, so I've got an actual project for that that's called the back burner. And mm. so it's like there's a task with a deadline and someone assigned. If you pass the deadline, you didn't do it, that wasn't urgent enough or there's a new priority, you either delete the deadline and then that goes in the back burner, like it'll be for later, mm-hmm. or I reschedule in the future going, okay, 
definitely doing it next month. But yeah, right. it doesn't stay in like a project that's kind of active if there's no deadline or if I, I know when I look at it every morning that I'm like, I'm definitely <laughs> not getting to it today. <laughs> like, you know, mm-hmm. I just kind of admit to myself, I'm like, okay, no, I'm, I'm moving that to the back burner. This is not important. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a really good point. And I think it is about habit a little bit as well. I just need to get into the habit of doing it still. <laughs> yeah. And let's talk about one more aspect of this, which is the yearly planner, the wall planner. Uh, what we all use that for. So I actually use it as a visual reminder of what's coming up. So I put in there any on my any holidays or days away I have, I put in there any launches I have. And when I'm running courses, I put in there, um, yeah, all of those sorts of big things that are happening. And that's all that goes on there. So that when I glance at it, I can see at a glance where I'm committed for the rest of the year. Uh, and when I plan out my year at the beginning, I actually plan out my year at the end of this year, I'll plan out next year. Uh, I can kind of make sure I've got everything in the right place and there's nothing overlapping that's particularly, you know, we don't want overlapping launches, for example, stuff like that. So that's what I use my wall planner for. Yeah. I think holidays and launches. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly the same with me. I think my wall planner is, um, my most successful organization. <laughs> it could be because I designed it. I don't know. Um, but I really, I have, I mean, the main stuff I put in there is birthdays. So I know not to plan stuff around, you know, mm. on people's birthdays, school holidays um, and trips away. So I know that, yeah, we don't do launches or we don't do major podcasty type things or anything mm. around those times or when I need to do marking as well. <laughs> no, I can't mm, go on yeah. a retreat during that week because I'll be marking 75,000 assignments. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, it's the same for me, same sort of more visual. Like I don't go into each day. To me, it's more like no. a week. Oh, yeah, block. no way. Actually, yeah. it's interesting because uh, someone who bought the planner um, wanted to know how big the squares were because they do like going into their daily stuff. Mm. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. really overwhelming. Um, and, yeah, it's definitely a zoom out thing for me. I'm yeah. Yeah over the year or over three months, six months, whatever, mm. um, yeah, rather than the whole, like, going mm. right into daily. Yeah. But then I like that at the top as well you've put goal. So, like, there's Q1, Q2, and then goal. And it's, like, one line that as in off room, it's really small, but you can, like, it's not small, but as in you can't write, you know, a book about it, but it's kind of like what your focus <laughs> is going to be for the next three months. And mm. I really like that because, again, back to this episode, I think it was episode nine when we talked a bit more about, little yearly planning I go back every three months to to really precisely set goals for the next three but generally I'm six months ahead and then it's blurry you know um, <laughs> but I like every three months having a goal and I do have the same similar thing in the center as well where I have a board it would work in trailer too it's like those ones with the cards and so there's four columns and they're quarters and then the cards the first one would be the focus and then the second one would be a financial goal and then below that, I would break down the goal or something like that. So I love the, the yearly one because it reminds me, it's like, oh, okay, now, yeah, next quarter, I'll be focusing on that. It's mm. yeah. good. Mm. So what are your takeaways from this, Mick? Oh, <laughs> so, so much. I need to set aside whole, this is good timing actually because um, winter term has just finished and so I'm not teaching for the next two weeks, doing lots of marking but not teaching. So um, I'm going to set aside a whole day or two half days to Mm. get my system in order. I'm going to um, buy a planner. I'm going to go this afternoon while I (laughs) yeah, and buy a planner Um, and I'm going to use your highlighter tips for highlighting things. I mean, I kind of do that anyway but I don't have set colours for set things so I might yeah. try and like get that in order. 
Um, I'm going to clear out my asana. Yeah. Oh my God. Just delete those tasks that you're not going to get yeah, to. It's just, just not even important. They're like so it's bad for like, your brain. Because I always think like, oh, it's out of my head. So that's good. Mm. But then it's still like on the list. And it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So just getting them out of there, I think is a good idea. Um, yeah. And I think that will be a good start really in getting my system in order. Do either of you guys do monthly planning days? Not monthly. No, I do quarterly. Okay. Yeah, I do a monthly one. Mm. That could be a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I do it? Yeah, well. it's funny. I don't really. Sometimes I do though. I, I don't know. It's mm. kind of a weird thing because it's like the two, because I do two weeks. I feel like if I do two weeks, two weeks and then a month, it's like, I don't know. I feel like I don't need to because I do two weeks, but there is definitely yeah. times. It depends. Like, see, when we're recording this, I'm about to go to Europe for over a, cu- a month and a bit. And so I did definitely have the month to the page. Is that what it's called? Mm. Uh, part of my planner open to see how this was all going to work together. Like, because I sort of needed this like medium, you know, like the stuff on the wall is like the year. And I sort of needed this like medium perspective, like this, like what is a month going to look like? Uh, but I don't do it all the time. Like, so there isn't like something like a reminder on the first of the month that says, Hey, plan your month. Oh, I don't use it to plan my month necessarily. I use it to board plan. So it could be at different levels and different, like sometimes I'll use it to forward plan a new project. Sometimes I'll use it to like uh, do oh, a sprint. Like, um, like a day. Yeah, month. a day where I, yeah, a day every month where oh, I yeah, leave yeah, the and work on and work on big picture things. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Day-to-day. So important. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't mention that. Yeah, I yeah. always do that. Um, yeah. it, it's not a set day though. It just always happens. There's always a day yeah. in a month that I find myself doing that and I love yeah. it. And usually yeah. I'll treat myself to, I'm like, I might as well go to a cafe and have a cappuccino yeah. and yes. a croissant and just feel like but businessy, like who's my laptop there? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> exactly. Make exactly. plans. Yeah, that's so good. Awesome. Cool. Thank you guys so much for all the tips and advice and motivation. This is actually quite (laughs) inspiring, so thank you. Um, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Let us know in our Facebook group, everybody listening, what, if you have a planning system, what it looks like, what do you do daily, weekly, fortnightly, monthly to keep you on track? Um, We're not talking about planning months or years in advance. We're talking about how do you get your shit done when it's supposed to be done and keeping everything in alignment, like all the cogs going together, all those different systems, which can be quite hard to keep going when they're also separate if you're doing digital and physical and all that kind of thing. So let us know in our Facebook group, thebusinessofmaking.com forward slash Facebook. And as we said at the beginning, we love reviews. So please jump onto Facebook or on our podcast or wherever you want to leave us a review. Um, please do that and let us know what you think. And we will be back next week with another episode of the Business of Making podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.